ladies and gentlemen. How about a little less chatter and a little more spanner? For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yeah. 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 I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too bad we're about to talk for two and a half hours. Cue the music! I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantermaje. And I'm a Michael Wade. What's going on here? Everything's different and changeable and stuff. Mm. Ah, ah no. We've been assimilated into the dreaded Discord. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a Michael Lister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And you are now experiencing, of course, you are experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of Discord and not Skype because we uh, decided to when... be proper streamers. <laughs> We've moved up. <laughs> yes. Hello, Darth Pudding. Hey. Hey, all. Thanks for being here. Ah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I don't like change. <laughs> According to Putin. <laughs> but you have to change your underwear every time. Mm. Every time. <laughs> Many times a day. Anyway, welcome to the show. <laughs> Already off to a great Already start. Off the rails. Oh, we, were, we were never on the rails, let's be real. Um, yep. So, Fulia, my darling dear, wh- what have you been watching? <laughs> this past week... The only thing I've been watching has been the tennis because I've been working at the Australian Open. Nice. Nice. Uh, 10 to 12 hours a day. So no other pop culture type of things would be happening because by the time I got home, I just wanted to sleep. Ah, so you'd be looking to the left and looking to the right and looking to the left and looking to the right and so on. Actually, no. I was in control of the cameras. So, ah, so you were making people look to the left and look to the right. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> no, uh, I was looking after one of the close-up cameras so that every time uh, a player was in shot, I had to follow them. Ah. So, yeah. So I just had to follow one player at a time. Unless it was doubles, then it was diff- more difficult. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> then I just had to follow a specific player at a time. But other than that, that's all I've been watching this week because, dang it, I am tired. So if I don't make sense today, I am sorry. My brain is, like, shut down and trying to reboot itself for the following week. That's all right. We'll keep it short. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. So, But just, just remember, short for us is probably 100 minutes. Um, Lovely. <laughs> at least. So. The proper length try- of a comedy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try my best to watch some things this week if I have time. But my January is a very busy month, so um, I can't promise anything, so we'll see. That's okay. As long as you watch the yeah. one thing 
you needed to watch for the podcast, and that's all I care about. <laughs> Wait, we I were meant to watch have. that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie me. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Okay, very good. Any any tennis highlights from the games that you've been uh, camera operator on? Uh, look, unfortunately, the uh, the court that I was on was like one of the smaller courts that's like way out on the other side of where all the main stuff has been happening. So, uh, unfortunately for me, nothing major. Although I will say, um, one of the shots that we uh, that we got on our um, on our court uh, was from a men's singles match. And uh, at the end of his match, he ended up taking off his top uh, to, to, because he won and he was celebrating. Oh, so yeah, he that's was why. very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we caught it on one of our close-up cameras. And, um, yeah, it made it onto the Channel 9 Sports News. <laughs> nice. Uh, and... That's probably the one major highlight I will say <laughs> from <laughs> from the tennis. That's a pretty great highlight. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> being picked up by a you know local sports channel, news channel. Yeah, pretty good. something you did was broadcast <laughs> to the country. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's very cool. Yeah, but other than that, like it was it was a lot of fun. It was a new experience. I've never been in broadcasting before, so this was um, a really Really awesome week, tiring, but a lot of fun. So I am happy to say that this is definitely something that I really want to do. So I'm Yay. definitely going to be looking into more work like this. Do it. So we'll see what happens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Love it. Love it. Love it. 2023 is my year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's Doctor Who year. <laughs> you can't take that away from us. <laughs> well, I, mean, I was gonna make a Stranger Things reference because I was gonna say like I hope I hope 1986 isn't your year like it was 1986 for uh, for Eddie Munson in Stranger Things because things did not go <laughs> so well for him when he said it was his year. So I'm sure it will be much better 2023 for you. For yes. Yes. Mm, yes. It will be. It will be. Yes. <laughs> Good things are ahead. Okay, Michael. Michael. Um, Hello. What have you been watching this week? Not much. Um, I've been doing a lot of furniture um, moving, uh, considering the setup that I have here is completely different. And uh, last week, I forgot to mention that I watched The Menu. Uh, that's on That's on uh, Disney+. Plus. So mm. I watched that. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad? Yeah. I, th- I thought, we're... we're, we're we're getting a lot of string of, um, you know, uh, eat the rich, <laughs> like glass onion and, and this particularly. And yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to just watching just uh, rich people just getting tortured and stuff. And stuff. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> down, down, down with eat the rich. Let's all eat the rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we all eat one rich person <laughs> or then life will be great shall i say in this case uh the rich got eaten almost mm. in a sense yeah uh not to spoil it i thought it was going to go down a cannibal um <laughs> way but it wasn't and i thought oh okay but for a for a thriller it definitely was a bit funny it was quite funny <laughs> uh, yeah i think you might enjoy it for 
I don't tell me that. No, 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 no. that is not. Go- I don't believe you. It's not gory or anything like that. It's just suspenseful and dare I say a little bit screwed up. So just, so, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I think you'll like the message as well. Hmm. And yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, what else? Know. What else did I watch? I didn't really <laughs> watch much. Um, I'm starting to rewatch uh, Doctor Who. Uh, slowly, I've been watching it with my kids, so that that's a bit of fun, and they they definitely enjoy the intro every time. So, and just sing about it, so that's pretty good. That is. Uh, yeah, and that's basically it. Otherwise, uh, I watched. Um, uh, something that sort of was very popular for for a while, uh, The Last of Us. Oh yeah, yeah. how was that? Uh, I've heard a lot of good things so far. It's pretty good, um, really good. I haven't seen like I haven't played the game or even watched the um, playthrough, and I think I won't because I'm <laughs> hearing a lot of it's a lot like the game, and I thought okay, okay. then I don't need to play the game. So uh, they're definitely paying homage to like what the game was about in terms of its story. Yeah, yeah, like all the all the setup and that. And after the first uh, half an hour, I had to stop and walk around for a bit because it's dealing with a lot of like very <laughs> close to the bone sort of intros and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that a lot from a lot of dads that yeah. have played this game <laughs> who have daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty close to home for a lot of you. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot more emotional playing it as a dad than it was as a single person. <laughs> yeah. But considering it, where they're going to end up with the uh, end of this series, maybe uh, I'll play uh, number two. Because I don't need to play number one because I've already watched it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe I'll just play all the way through just to get the immersion. Hmm. Yes, uh, we've got a lot of chats in the chat. Uh, hello, Cactus Bunch, and hello, hey, chat. Hi. and hello, Ash. Hello, yes, hello. Yeah, thirty-five out of ten show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. best video game adaptation to ever exist. He says. Oh, it's only the first episode. It is only the first episode, but I think it's I think it's accurate. So, yeah, 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 a lot of people have been impressed. So. Did it break the curse of the adaptation of the game? <laughs> Probably never was there in the first place. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was it though? Let's just let's just wait for the let's just wait for the the, the Super Mario movie. Then. <laughs> Funny enough, I actually uh, watched um, the Minions uh, uh, Rise of Gru movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, uh, my little girl said, "Ah, minions." Is it? Yeah, okay, I'll watch it. Did you understand what I mean? Yeah, it's from shit. Last week's? Yeah, it's yeah. shit. <laughs> it's complete shit. It's just shapes and colors, and that's it. As I said, I would ra- I would rather watch Coco Melon. I'm hearing a lot of things about that. I don't know what it is. I don't think I need to no, know. No, it's... Coco Melon is bad. That's not bad. It's just soulless. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing going for it. 
<laughs> that's amazing i have friends that i'm going to tell you said that and they're gonna laugh it's gonna be great <laughs> give me bluey any day jesus Christ. yeah bluey's the best yeah yeah at least that one makes me cry every time <laughs> particular episodes uh i speak- still need to i need to pick like pick up on bluey i haven't gotten around to it's all free on iview no plug i I know i just haven't at the time (laughs) dougie is the best show Mm, i'll fight you on that yeah (laughs) (laughs) dougie's pretty good too but bluey is bluey is supreme bluey is supreme yes supreme blue speaking of supreme blue (laughs) do you cry every time kendall do i cry every time i cry a lot i cry a lot that is an accurate statement. Um, <laughs> um, well, you know, just piggybacking off your comments about The Last of Us. Yes, I watched it. Um, and yeah, it's, it is just... I, I was f- so fucking in from the, the opening, like, before the credits. Like, the opening thing. Like, I know I, I said last week that I watched the first three and a half hours of the playthrough, but, like... They the, seeing the stuff that they added into the sh- into the story into the show versus what's in the game was a really interesting parallel as well because I fucking loved so much that they put this like panel esque news show at the start to kind of set the tone and uh, talk about what the cordyceps virus is and what it could do and mm. the fact that they tied it into fucking global warming was just yikes was eerie as fuck and i it just bore yeah it was it was it was fantastic and then there's this one shot i'm just uh, it's a out of the show so i'm just gonna spoil it but i fucking loved it it was when um they're yeah they're talking about what what the virus does and how we would become mindless zombies and when the the scientist is describing that the camera just goes around to the audience and they're all just sitting there listening like this. Like just staring oh. into nothing. And it's oh. creepy as shit. And I loved it. I was like, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Kicking goals. Um, yeah. And then fucking uh, Pedro Pascal. I mean. Well, he is daddy. <sighs> Zaddy, mm. <laughs> people are calling him. People are, people are calling him Zaddy now, and it's it's getting a bit much. But <laughs> what's but Zaddy? Zaddy, it was Daddy with a Z. It's like the older, you know, gray the gray-haired uh, version of Daddy. You're old. You're an older. You're, yeah, anyway, I don't know why I'm describing this. I'm not a fucking zoomer. Should it be S tier Daddy? So it should be Zaddy. Um, yeah. Or is it yeah. Z? Okay. Uh, it's, mm. it's Z. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> Pedro Pascal is amazing in the show, is what I'm trying to say. He was, yeah. Yes. I mean, I kn- we all knew that was going to be the case anyway, and I'm so glad it, it, it is. Um, and yeah, the first, those scenes, the, after, you know, just heartbreaking. Um, yeah. They really did a really great job of recreating it. Um, especially, Mike, the, when you're in the car, and mm. you're on... That's that's exactly how it is in the game. You're in the car. You're watching it from Sarah's perspective as she's. Yeah, I've, oh. I've seen like a side by side, and it's like, oh, that's that's very well done. Yeah. If you yeah. if you get that. Yeah. And then yeah. yeah, and that, the ending of it, so I went, oh my god. 
Yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah. Did you know about that? I won't say. What oh, not that is. bit, but the 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 plane crash. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, that was thrown in. That's not in the game. They put a plane crash in there. In the game, you get hit by that that truck um, that you see crashed on the side of the road, and then um, yeah, no, there's they did a plane crash and it was epic. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I won't say too much else apart from I'm I'm just very very happy with it. It was a long pilot, but it was. You know, it, it earned the right to be that long. Yeah, and it was evenly placed and actually was good. Yeah, it absolutely was. Very cinematic and just uh, amazing. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to see how the rest of it plays out. Um, yeah, hopefully I finish watching the game playthrough before. Um, but as you said, Mike, <laughs> it probably doesn't matter too much. If, if I was going to, like, watch the gameplay until the end of the first episode and so on and so on, but I think now I'll, I'll just immerse myself in in this tv show mm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's freaking great yeah so mm. anyone watching who hasn't engaged with the last of us yet do yourself a favor and just do it yeah please because yeah it's absolutely phenomenal um yeah good way to kick off 2023 um and then yeah, another plague <clears throat> another yeah another plague <laughs> yeah. that's the like insane thing about this like this sh- this show this game was made like like almost 10 no or is 10 years old i think or just over 10 years old and here we are on the tail end of a, a bloody pandemic that won't fuck off um and probably never will um and and here we have this they've done the, the adaptation and it's just so relatable in a lot of ways like yeah it's they've clearly drawn inspiration from real life uh mm. with with certain things and it's yeah it's brutal to watch but fascinating and awesome so um speaking of awesome things um and speaking of (laughs) me crying this would have been a much better segue earlier um i went to the movies this week one time and i saw the fablemans Ah. Um, yes this is the steven spielberg film that is uh based on his childhood essentially um i don't know how close it is i imagine it's pretty damn close uh, but, uh, yeah, it's not a, a like for like, cause the, you know, characters are different named and blah, blah, blah. There's differences, obviously. Um, otherwise it would be the Stephen King, bi- Stephen King, bi- Stephen King, Jesus, Stephen Spielberg biopic. My God. English. What? Different species, <laughs> different Stephen. Oh my God. Spelled differently too. Stephen. Jesus Christ. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm just really excited right now. Uh, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, but anyway, The Fablemans was, uh, I don't really have words for it because I have never been so moved in a movie theatre, probably ever, um, <laughs> which is a big call to say, for me especially. Uh, but as, like, obviously there's there's a big family element that is a part of this movie. It's the DNA of this film. Uh, and I was moved by a lot of those relationships um, and the way those things were portrayed and, and, and played out. But for me, it's the love letter to cinema that this movie is, the love letter to filmmaking. You can see glimpses of inspiration he would have gotten for Indiana Jones and Jaws and Close Encounters and uh, 
so much and as a Spielberg fan as well like that's huge and there's just certain lines of dialogue in there that will gut you <laughs> um, and as someone who likes you know who creates things as well like you know I've been writing a lot lately and that's been having a bit of an effect on me too um, and just to yeah just to just see the way he loves his art and pays respect to it and just through this movie I yeah I was sobbing <laughs> I was sobbing I don't I, oh god it was amazing so go watch the Fablemans if you want to have a religious experience especially if you're a <laughs> especially if you're a creator uh, or an artist of any kind of content you will relate to this movie um yeah. and then and then just as a you know yeah just as a human story as well like it's it's just beautiful and it was shot so well and performed incredibly well and yeah i can't say enough good things about it it's yeah if, if spielberg hadn't already made some of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> you know this would probably be, be, be one of them yeah but i think it, it's got a like it's hard to say if it's my favorite Spielberg movie because I can't say that. I don't think I'm allowed legally to say that. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, you can't say anything nowadays. <laughs> no, not on the internet. Are you kidding? No. Um, no, that's 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 not allowed. That's not allowed. Anyway, yeah. So I <laughs> I, I love the Fablemans and uh, it's not going to win Best Picture at the Oscars, but I really hope it does because it deserves to. Um, <laughs> So then one thing I will just finish up on, um, Legend of Korra, we've kicked off season three, watched the first half, and man, um, you know, I was told before going in that it was the, probably the best season of the show, and I can see why, straight away, they just, they, <laughs> they're just right in there, and I'm just like, what? Hmm. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I don't understand why. Korra and like Last Airbender are so good. I don't. Know. They have no right to be that good, and they are. And it's not fair. But it, it's fantastic. So <laughs> I'm just very happy about it. Um, yeah. So halfway through, uh, Mike, you're still a bit behind, aren't you? I won't. I can't say too much, can I? No. Um, I only watched the first episode of Korra. That's okay. But you... one and a half. One and a half. You'll catch up. Yeah. You'll catch up. You've got you've got some very good things to look forward to. I suppose. It's too much stuff to watch. I know. I'm I tempted know. to I'm I'm tempted to watch um, Breaking Bad properly because they've just done the fifteenth anniversary. That's been that's been around the internet. Wow, I haven't seen that, but yeah. Has it really been that long? Yeah, it mm. has. Yeah, it started in two thousand eight. I was going to celebrate by throwing wow. a pe- throwing a pizza on the roof, <laughs> and I don't even know that reference. Yeah, I, I understood that reference. Um, yeah, <laughs> or writing uh, uh, the the recipe for blue ice on a, uh, on a pancake or something. I don't, I um, don't know. You you should totally watch it. It is it is incredible as people. It is it is, it is I, one that uh, I need to see. Yeah, I, lo- I, I loved it. I never thought I would, and yeah, and then I got into it, and holy crap, yeah, it, it definitely yeah. is one of the best shows ever made. Um, yeah, yeah. So I know all the memes. I just don't know where they came from. Yes. I'm the one who knocks. Blah, one, blah blah blah. I am the danger. <laughs> yes. 
all of I'm that the, stuff. I am the victim. I am the knight. I am Walter Wright. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I need to watch I need to watch Better Call Saul. Yeah, and that's um, a, the other reason I need to watch uh, Breaking Bad before I watch Better Call Saul, as well as the Netflix movie. Yeah, El Camino. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. As I said, it's too much to watch. Yep. Is it great? <laughs> uh, Ash says Breaking Bad is a is the greatest show ever made, hands down. Try and find uh, a fault. I haven't watched it. That's the fault. I just love the fact, you know, I, you know, like try and find the fault in Breaking Bad. I, I just like like the fact that the uni- universally re- like renowned worst episode of that is The Fly, and it was directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> it's literally an episode where they're in the lab and they're being there's a fly that's bugging the shit out of them. But it's about the conversations that they have. It's not about, you know, it's character it's character stuff. And people were like, oh, it's boring. Uh. So, Ryan Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, um, let's move on, shall we, before I just keep rambling incoherently. Um, it's time That's right. mm. for the Nerdy News. This is the news, the Nerdy News. The nerds that talk about the Nerdy News. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Yes, yes, it's nerdy news time and I feel like I feel like Kermit. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes. Good. Kermit is wonderful. Um, it's nerdy news time and I love when I get to do this. Because I'm about to talk about Michael Jackson, and it's actually in the news, and it's positive news. Oh, Yay! Is it? Mean? Is it really? Well, I have I've an seen... argument to make. I've seen. <laughs> uh, I've seen the people who are going to make it. And and I have an argument to make. Um. <laughs> okay. Listen to the argument. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So. Um, we finally got some uh, long-awaited uh, Michael Jackson biopic-related news this week. Um, it was announced at least a year or two ago that they were going to be making this, um, and now we have a director and confirmation that shooting will begin um, this year, which projects, I would say, the release of the movie for the uh, either the end of 2024 or the beginning of 2025, which places it in the firing line at the box office against Fantastic Four and Deadpool 3, Ooh. I believe. So that's Ooh. that's probably not good for the financials. Um, mm. but, <laughs> but moving on, uh, it does put it does put the the film square in the in the middle of the uh, Oscar season that year. Um, but who knows if that's even that's just my movie knowledge making things up. Um, the cool thing about this announcement also is the fact that uh, yeah we have our director confirmed Antoine Fuqua uh, a very notable director no stranger to award season and uh, big movies um, uh, he directed of course Training Day which uh, won Denzel Washington Washington his first Oscar back in 2001 um, he's also directed the remake of Magnificent Seven the Equalizer films also with Denzel all of those Apparently they're best buddies. Um, what else? 
Uh, Olympus has fallen. Um, infinite shooter. So he's done a lot of action films, so that's a bit interesting. Um, but he's also done some drama stuff. So, um, But he's a notable director, and he's not a name to be sneezed at. So that kind of gives me hope um, in that sense. Um, the, yeah, the film is going to be distributed uh, by Lionsgate. And uh, three-time Oscar nominee John Logan is writing the screenplay. Um, who, he also uh, worked on the script for The Aviator, uh, starring Leo DiCaprio, and Ridley Scott's Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Um, according to the official description, Michael, which is the name of the movie, will give audiences the never-before-told and in-depth portrayal of the complicated man who became the king of pop. The film will explore all, aspe all aspects of Michael's life, including the most iconic performances that led him to become the greatest entertainer of all time. Uh, the film is also being produced by um, one of the guys who worked on Bohemian Rhapsody, Graham King. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I knew that's where your uh, your your disdain was going to enter the chat. Um, yes. So, look, look. Okay, I'm really worried about this movie. I will just say that up front. I don't want this movie to happen actively don't want this movie to happen um only because this movie only works if you cast appropriately three actors okay if they do okay if they do like a um uh what was it called the one where heath ledger didn't feel didn't finish it because he passed away the terry gilliam movie with um colin farrell and johnny depp what was it called i can't remember some, yeah, you know, but you know the one I'm talking about, where like yeah. there were three actors playing the same character, uh, but that was obviously for you know really awful reasons. Um, anyway, that three okay. Well, I mean, you're obviously going to have to have a couple of different actors playing anyway because this film has to start uh, with the Jackson Five stuff, even I think pre Jackson Five. Um, because there's a lot of stuff that happened to Michael before Motown that was very formative on his life and who he became, um, and not as just as an entertainer, but as a person. Um, I'm not going to go into that now because we will be here for five hours. <laughs> um, but I, I, my argument for this movie working, you have to cast correctly, and the script has to be pitch perfect. And if anything falls short of that, then we're going to have problems. Um, because... There's no way in hell, of course, they're not going to touch uh, what happened uh, to him in 1993 with the allegations and the trial and all of that stuff, all the controversy. Um, there's no way they're not touching that. Um, it's the only thing about the Michael Jackson musical I really like is the fact that it stays away from that stuff. Um, but anyway, they're going to have to touch it in this. And my my idea my theory is basically they're gonna have to really need to get the audience on side because there are a lot of people out there who like me believe him to be innocent which he was innocent he is and always will be uh but there are a lot of people that also still think he uh, did some very bad things and that's not true um and i feel bad for them and hopefully this movie can convince them otherwise um but they're gonna have to start super young with him and really get the entire public on side somehow endear him to the audience make 
make uh, make us see the pain and the suffering that he went through, the reasons for the decisions he made in terms of changing his appearance, um, and then go into why he was trying to recreate his childhood so much and why he created Neverland and all of that stuff. So they're really just going to have to lean into all of the positivity about who he was and the, everything he had to overcome on the road to success. Um, and if they don't do that right, then yeah, it's it's going to suck. Um, so, but anyway, that's my argument. And the, the Bohemian, Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody thing, look, I mean, in hindsight, that movie is... I mean, I've only seen it one time. I need to rewatch it, but it's obviously not a perfect film. Yeah, it gave us Rami Malek's career-defining performance. He won an Oscar. He won many other awards. And it, he embodied Freddie Mercury so wonderfully. But he's not going to be playing Michael Jackson. Um, so, yeah. And Bohemian Rhapsody was very... It did play around with the truth of the narrative quite a bit with certain things as well. So... I don't know. So, yeah. Cautiously optimistic. That's that's <laughs> that's where I'm landing on this. Sorry for my rant. I had to get that out somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I would rather this movie didn't exist, but because I just feel like it's it's a part of this trend of biopics now. You know, it's which is. I mean, yeah, it's Hollywood get cash grabs, all that stuff, and. A Michael Jackson Hollywood biopic was inevitably going to happen one day, but yeah, I just pray. I pray for it. And Antoine Fuqua gives me hope. So, and the, and John Logan, the screenwriter, also. So we'll we'll see. Um, all right, Fulia, hit me. What are you What are you thinking about? With your this? rhythm stick. What? Are you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a What a tune that is. Um, yes. Fulia, what are you, what are your thoughts on on these developments with the MJ biopic? Honestly, I'm a bit indifferent because I haven't seen any of the films that are made by this director, so I'm not sure what to expect exactly. Um, but um, I don't know. I hope it's good. Hmm. At least the music will be good. We can we can all agree on that. The music yeah. will be We amazing. know that. We know we know that much. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I I actually haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet. Oh. Um I'm still umming and ahhing about watching it. Oh you should. It's good. <laughs> it is on better. my watch it is on my watch list. Um I have seen Rocket Man. Rocket Man's ah. Okay, yeah, Rocketman. That one I have seen. Rocketman was fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, there's not really much I can say because I don't really know the director well. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We, we will see. Absolutely, we yeah. will. I will. I will come with you. We shall hold hands and make sure that it is great. Yes, good. <laughs> we will. We will. And if, and if you're not loving it, you can squeeze my hand in frustration. It's fine. <laughs> we can yeah. leave now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be like. I'll be yeah. there. I'll be there for moral support. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I will need it. Oh, I will need it going in. Um, <laughs> Michael. Michael. Hello. And speaking of Michael. Michael, what do you think about yeah. this movie called Michael? Yeah, I'm gonna take the name back. 
<laughs> my name, damn it. <laughs> um, you and every other Michael out there. Yeah, there's only one Michael, and it's me. It's like Highlander. <laughs> yeah, I had to kill um, other Michaels for the title of Michael. Because <laughs> we are angels. Yes. Um, yeah, it's... It's uh, it's a movie that was bound to happen either sooner or later. And it is going to be a bit of an interesting take of how they're going to do it. Um, I'm assuming it's probably going to be three because you've got Jackson 5 and Thriller and then his later years. Mm. So it's going to be a, a real diverse cast considering and yeah it's, it's just going to be interesting i'm not for or against it it's just going to be a very interesting um undertake mm. and i'm glad someone else is doing it <laughs> because hell no i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna touch that with a pepsi commercial oh <laughs> uh, yeah god i'm gonna you know what's gonna be funny for me though i'm gonna be sitting there and i'm gonna be like Okay, what are wrong. they like? What are, yeah, wrong. 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 Kendall are they, is going to be analyzing the crap out of that film. What are you what are they leaving out? I, they didn't touch on this, they didn't touch on that. Oh, they embellished this too much. Like, I am going to be the most critical I've ever been on a movie ever watching mm-hmm. that. It's going to be fun. it's going to be fun. <laughs> Not really. Yep. High expectations. <laughs> Very high. Oh no. But we no. all know and I've said it once and I've said it a thousand times. The best biopic from a uh, musician is weird yeah hands down hands down that's the that's the bar that's the that's the bar that is the bar they've got to they've got to get close to yeah uh really and technically michael's in that as well so i know it's so good (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it i love it um cool all right let's move on shall we um, oh my god, did Kendall willingly just say she didn't want to talk about Michael Jackson anymore? What the hell is this? Um, speaking of Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, um, as I did before, uh, it was announced um, during, during the week that he's actually going to be producing a John Williams documentary uh, under his Amblin TV banner. Um, and this, this is just... Yep, I mean... No, like, you know, of course, Steven Spielberg would be involved in a documentary about, uh, you know, the life and career of the legendary John Williams, um, who is 90 years old. Oh, my gosh. Um, and apparently, remember, when we t- I, I think we talked about it on the show last year, how he uh, commented that he was going to be retiring after doing the score for Indiana Jones 5. Uh, yeah, with a caveat. With a caveat. But it seems that he may have uh, reneged uh, on that. Um, earlier this month, he was on stage with, with Spielberg at an event, and uh, he said he might not be retiring after all. Um, and he, he said this lovely quote, which I'm going to read because it's just so nice. Uh, but also, you can't retire from music. I said earlier, like, it's like breathing. It's your life. <laughs> it's my life. And so a day without music is it's a mistake. It's now or never, and I'm going to... Well, he's a fan of music. I just love the way he, I just love the way he said. So a day without music is a mistake. I think that's so true. 
Yeah. So very true. Um, and you said he would actually come back for Stephen. So mm. maybe he's doing his own <laughs> soundtrack for he's his gonna, own documentary. He's gonna, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be funny, wouldn't uh, wouldn't it? Yes. Um, but no, it's been yeah. So it's just being produced by Spielberg and uh, directed by a, a, a someone by the name of Laurent Bozzaro, and I love that some name. guy um, who has uh, documentary credits to his name and uh, behind the scenes featurettes and things. Um, yeah. So it's a no brainer. You know, he's in the twilight of his of his of his years now, and uh, yeah. It's it's good to give them their flowers while you still can. So um, yeah, this is going to be a beautiful documentary already. I can see it. Um, Fulia, your thoughts on this announcement? I am uh, really looking forward to this because I have been a very big fan of John Williams uh, and his music and his scores. Um, he mm-hmm. is just a musical genius when it comes to film scores and mm-hmm. I I want to I want to learn more about where his life began as a composer so um it'll be really interesting to sort of see where it started for him to where he is now and it's cuz he is such a well-renowned very highly awarded composer um and yeah, it's definitely something that I really would like to to learn more about. So de- really looking forward to seeing this and Steven Spielberg producing. Like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah, it's a no-brainer there. So um, yeah, really looking forward to this. Nice, nice, Michael. Any additional thoughts that we may not have said? Yeah, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Speaking of music. Well and played. Stuff. Well played. <laughs> yep, definitely going to watch this. I'm going to be going to be tickets. I reckon it's going to be in theaters. Um. Yeah, I would like to see this in theaters. I think it is going to be a. It's produced by the 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 TV side of Amblin Entertainment, which is Spielberg's company. So I don't know if it will be. In cinemas, but hell yeah, that would be the best way to view this in the movie, hmm. in the movies at the cinemas with your, you know, your Dolby Dolby surround atmos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dolby. Dol- Dolby. Dolby. <laughs> Dolby surround. Dolby surround. Dolby surround. Um, yeah. Any, any thoughts on this? You excited about this? Uh, yeah, I said I said what I want to d- say. Um, you said your thing. I said it. I'm done. <laughs> you said it. You're yes. done. <laughs> moving on. Yes, I'm a cinephile. I'm probably going to watch it. Yes. Over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I want to see see his, his life and uh, how he eventually became like the sound of cinema and quintessentially the peak of. Uh, music, mm-hmm. and everyone know, knows a, a John Williams um, score. It's just ingrained into our DNA over and over and over. Yeah, it definitely is. From That's Star sure. Wars, the Indiana Jones, the to to Jurassic Park, Superman, to Superman, 
Jaws. Lost in Space. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So many. Harry Potter. Yeah. Hmm. I think Jaws is probably... <laughs> probably his least um, imaginative. <laughs> Two notes. <laughs> Two notes. <laughs> yeah, one da, job. Da. Two notes. Da, da. Da, da. Da, and, you da. G- and you gave it to a trombone? <laughs> Was it a trombone? Ah, uh, tuba. Yeah, tuba. That makes more sense. sense. Yeah. 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 Low brass. Next segment. Next segment. Yes. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Next set of news. Not as positive, but I'm okay about this. I'm okay, Day. Yeah, I'm okay, Day. Um, it was announced uh, recently that uh, Cobra Kai will be coming to an end with its upcoming sixth season. Yeah, it's um, cancelled. No! Totally cancelled. No, no, no. I hate it. Can I just say, I really hated that so many articles were... were putting clickbait headlines saying it had been cancelled I'm like if you actually read the shit it's not been cancelled there anyway Netflix is Netflix I got no time got no time for articles just read the title (sighs) and and so stupid go on with your day so stupid anyway so Cobra Kai's ending um and yeah I'm totally okay with it I'm a big fan of the show but it's definitely run its course um, like it's an amazing show, and as I've said a million times, it is the perfect example of how to do a delayed sequel to an existing IP decades after the fact and do it just you know to perfection. Um, so yeah, there was this wonderful statement that was uh, tweeted out by uh, the creators of the show. Um, and I'm just going to read it out quickly because I think it's amazing. Uh, when Daniel LaRusso arrived in the Valley with his mother in 1984, little did he know that his life was about to be forever changed. The same went for three young kids from New Jersey who hadn't yet met one another. Daniel's journey from bully teen to underdog hero became an indelible part of our childhoods and something that we would always carry with us in our hearts. Reacqu- <clears throat> reacquainting the world uh, with the Karate Kid universe has been our humble honour. Making Cobra Kai has allowed us to join the same hallowed dojo once inhabited by the great Robert Mark Carmen, John Avildsen, Jerry Weintraub, and all the amazing original cast members. It has also enabled us to play Sensei, expanding the original storylines and birthing a new generation of underdogs. We've never once taken this opportunity for granted. Our day one goal with Cobra Kai has always been to end it on our terms, leaving the valley in the time and place we've always imagined. So it is with immense pride and thankfulness that we are able to announce that achievement. The upcoming sixth season will mark the conclusion of Cobra Kai. While this may be a bittersweet day for the fandom, the Miyagi-verse has never been stronger. This fandom is the best on the planet and we hope to be telling more Karate Kid stories with you down the line. Because as we all know, Cobra Kai never dies. In the meantime, strap in for the biggest season of Cobra Kai yet, in all caps, and let today be a celebration of all that's come, as well as all that's still left to be told. We couldn't do it without you. We made it. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy. Josh Heald, John Hurwitz, and Hayden Schlossberg. Um, Yeah, that's really nice. They're actually going to get to end it the way that they wanted, and I'm I'm stoked about that. Uh, There was also a uh, sort of a tease trailer teaser trailer announcement trailer that they put out to tie in with this as well 
to get the hype train going. Um, but we have no release date for the final season yet. Uh, it'll probably be early 2024, I'd say. Um, but the only thing now I want is Hilary Swank. Um, she's the only main big character, I think, left from the four original films uh, that would make sense to bring her back into the story. But uh, apparently they've been trying to get her in for a while, and so I don't know if that's going to come to pass. Um, but regardless, yeah, we got one more season of awesome karate storytelling ahead, and I can't wait to watch it. Um, Mike, how... You. How are you feeling about this? Similar to me, or are you a, a, a bit uh, disheartened by this news? Um, oh, well, I'm not disheartened. I mean, after the last season, uh, I was ex- I was expecting something. Like, I honestly thought they were going to kill off a character. I thought that would be very interesting because mm-hmm. essentially there hasn't been really any stakes in this, but it's essentially a continuation of an 80s film, and they don't really normally go down that like real stakes it's just a bit of fun so it makes sense uh with the hillary swank thing i i think so and they're definitely going to keep it under the their belts it's just definitely going to be a huge surprise Mm. if it does if it does happen I mean, she does uh, do a couple of jobs in uh, Netflix anyway, so it would make sense to say, "Hey, just give us a day, you know," and and yeah. then Larusso can interact with her, and then they can, like, I don't know, um, reminisce for Miss Miyagi and change and and have like a bit of a, a, a sweet send off at the end, maybe. And they exchange cooking ideas and then leave. <laughs> uh, maybe not that bit, but um, yeah, um, it, it's good that they've actually decided to. Okay, this is the final one, so we can set everything into place. And didn't wasn't there going to be another movie or something to do with that of a continuation of the Karate Kid thing, but without touching what Cobra Kai is? Yeah, I think there was something announced last year from memory that there's going to be a, another Karate Kid movie, but it wasn't going to be connected to Co- the Cobra Kai thing. It was going to be its yeah. own thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like the DC. Uh, what's going to happen? I don't know. Is it, is it all connected? Uh, I want the Cobra Kai universe hashtag happening. <laughs> yeah. And shit like that. Hashtag Miyagi-verse. Yeah. And we should be getting that pretty soon like the dc not to tangent but the dc <laughs> well on, yeah Gunn. they they just... at the end of the month yeah they did and then we've got this week so we'll probably have something next week because yeah they had a um also just gonna go on the tangent quickly um yeah they had a meeting with jason momoa that he walked out of very happy about so it seems that jason momoa is still in but we don't know uh as who um so we'll find out hopefully what this week mean? We don't know as who. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Exactly. We don't. Yeah, that's exactly right. We don't know who he's going to be playing if he's yeah. still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys of being a DC fan. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm done for this segment, but yeah. I, I gotta say, please. The the discourse behind the Snyder guys 
like trying to set up it's like oh why don't why don't d, d we should force dc to sell to netflix because now that Zack snyder is doing netflix stuff we sh- they should give it to d they should give dc to netflix and then and then Zack snyder can continue his universe because then we'll be happy because they gave us a little inch of having uh, having our snyder cut but we want more we want the universe back <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so funny. <laughs> oh, boy. DC fanboys, some of them. Interesting human beings. All right, hmm. we, we've got one last thing to talk about Go outside, in the news. touch grass. Yes. Yeah, yes. One last thing to talk about in the news, which I don't have much to say because I still haven't watched this show, but I'm going to, I promise, before the year. I'm, I promise. Before the year is done, or before this season comes out, I will have watched the first two. We've because... just started a new year! <laughs> I have a... Do you know how long my list is? I have to watch all of Doctor Who between now and November, okay? I, I just... Yeah, but come on, it's just new Who. We're not asking you to do the classic series. <laughs> no! I mean, bearing in mind, I haven't seen all of the classic series. But... <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm doing it this year. That's why I can't watch anything else. Yes. Yes. Anyway. It's a I've... shitload of Doctor Who. <laughs> it is a shitload of Doctor Who. And a lot of Doctor Who is shit. <laughs> 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 Don't get me started. Uh, That's a whole other podcast. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it is. All right, no more beating about the bush. Mel Streep is going to be in season three of what? Only Murders in the medley. Um, Yay! Yay! <laughs> the meme is back. The meme is back. We brought it back, baby. And I'm, I'm the only one who doesn't meme it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're just wonderful and precious. I just don't know how to come up with those quips, that's why. <laughs> I just thought of a, the first word that came in my head to start with M, and I just said it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really much of a meme, but I'll take it. Um, so, yeah, so on social media this week, yeah, confirmation of the beginning of filming of season three of Only Murders in the Building uh, started, and yeah, there was this lovely uh, footage uh, photo of Meryl Streep um, alongside Selena Gomez, Paul Rudd, and um, Steve Martin and Martin Short, of course. Um, yeah, so just fantastic news. Um, anything with Meryl is always going to be just fantastic, really. I Except for Mamma Mia, but okay. Except, well, touche, touche. Except for Mamma Mia, that's the asterisk on her career. Um, and that movie that she tried to do an Australian accent? Oh, no, no, no. She's okay. She's okay. I've seen that movie. She's okay. Like, better... She sound Okay, have you seen... You've seen Avatar, yeah? At, at Way of Water, number two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She... Her Australian accent, in part, sounded more convincing than the actual Australian actor that was in Avatar 2, The Way of Water. I've forgotten his name. That's why I'm not saying it. Because they're all fucking memorable. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was he was the the um the space whale poacher. Uh, he is Australian. He is Australian. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Are you he, saying his real Australian accent isn't the same as an was, American doing was, an Australian accent? He 
He was so over the top. It was so annoying. It was Avatar. <laughs> I know, the whole thing's over top, and that's the point, but still. And you got Jermaine Clanderman <laughs> doing a, an American accent. Of course it's going to sound fucking weird. Anyway, have you seen Have you seen any Amer- American movie that's only got one Australian in it? They, I know they always. It sounds awful. Awful, I know they always sound. Yeah, they always sound bad. Oh man. Suicide Squad. <laughs> of course, it sounds weird. Yeah. Jai Courtney. He's Australian. We, the Australian actors always have to do an over-the-top bogan Australian accent. Well, that's what Australians do We're anyway when they go abroad. We're not all about that. Except We're not all bogan. We turn it up for... Except we turn it up to four. Except for Chris Hemsworth. I will say Chris Hemsworth hasn't leaned into that. I don't think. No. In which movie? That? Oh, Ghostbusters, yeah. He wasn't... He wasn't like full Ocker Aussie in Ghostbusters. Erdener. <laughs> well, I only saw that movie once, so I don't remember. Yeah, same. Yeah, once is enough. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that tangent. Meryl Streep, only medicine building. <laughs> Sam <laughs> Worthington, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. <laughs> you go. You feel my pain. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Did it for the lols. Um, Fulia, your, your, yes. your thoughts on Meryl <laughs> Streep joining the cast of this hilarious sitcom? Uh, look, you know what? It was bound to happen at some point. She is a very funny lady, I must admit. And when she does comedy, she does it very well um, most of the time. And <laughs> uh, yeah, just I'm kind of curious as to what her character is, who her character is, what the role is. Um, because the way that season two ended, I was already flabbergasted when I saw Paul Rudd. So I was like, (laughs) so getting Meryl Streep means that something major is about to happen. So this is, this is going to be a a really amazing season of only murders in the building. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, and I am very much looking forward to it, and I cannot wait. So, ugh, bring it on. Nice. Bring it on. Nice. Get excited. Um, Michael. Hello. You... I'm assuming... Hmm? I was just going to say, I was just going to ask my I... usual question. Do you go? Discuss. Talk. I, I heard the question. It's, I'm assuming it's the same as Fulia's, but... Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I, um, I'm only assuming that she's probably playing herself because uh, okay. the first season, first season, Sting played himself. Uh, se- second was Amy Schumer played herself, and considering what happens at the end of season two, where it's uh, all to do with a play uh, on stage, so I'm assuming they're going to get the <laughs> so-called be- best. Actor in the world, which is Meryl Streep. So she's probably playing herself. And hopefully, this time, she will be the killer. Because they always have the red herring. I'm pulling my of... headphones out. She doesn't want to hear a word of it. I don't know if you want to talk spoilers. Spo- no, Meryl Streep 
we didn't know is going to be in this. I'm 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 talking about season three. Oh, you're theorizing. Okay. Yes. No, Sorry. Sorry. I, I wasn't I wasn't clear. All good. Okay. Probably the spoiler is that the the, the star that's playing themselves does isn't the killer, even though that's a red herring. So that's right. a spoiler for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So kind of cool because. I heard on the grapevine this is probably going to be the last, maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, if they, I, I don't know if they made it official. No, that's why I'm sort of uh, I'm in an airing if it was. Mm. But it would be cool if it continued. I mean, it's really it's it's sort of enjoyable um, <clears throat> for like a uh, a mystery TV show. Uh, but it is it really. Only murder in the in in the building if it's if the murder is not in the building. I'm sure they'll figure out a way to bring it all back to the building. Mm, that is to be seen. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> so when is this coming out for Kendall? Um, I don't know. Yeah, soon maybe. Later this year. Maybe. They've yep. only just started filming, so... Yeah, maybe at the end or start of next year. Yeah, maybe. Because that's how it works. I mean, hopefully it's not going to interrupt me and watching my Doctor Who. Yeah. Confirmation. There's going to be three three uh, specials in November and a Christmas special. Oh, for so Doctor we, Who? Yeah, so we're getting four episodes this, this year. Oh, nice. <laughs> Nice. That's something to look forward Ash, to. Ash came up with a new title for the show that we're talking about. Mm. Only murders in the vicinity <laughs> of the building. <laughs> Only murders in New York. Yes. All that New is... York. New that York, is, New York. That is fantastic. Only murders in the vicinity <laughs> of the building. Clap, 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 clap. Clap. Yeah, well done. Well done, Ash. <laughs> all right. There uh, we go. Off the... It's all right. That's enough nerdy news for this week. Uh, it's time now to roll on up to the trailer park. Uh. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. It's trailer park time. And uh, we've got an interesting bag of trailers for you guys this week. Starting with uh, the one Scream I Five. What? <laughs> what? What? No one else watched Scream Five, the trailer that came out this week. No. You mean, you mean Scream Six? Six, Five, yeah. Like I, I still haven't watched um, Five. The last few Scream films, actually. I need to actually sit down and do a big watch of them. And uh, so yeah, sorry, Mike. No horror trailers this week. I'm sorry. Bummer. I know. <laughs> we have to watch a terrible rom-com action thing instead. But before we, before we get to that one, before we get to that one, the the highlight of, of Trailer Park this week has to be uh, the latest trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. What did I miss? No. Nice. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, 
this trailer is cool. I think I liked it more the second or third time I watched it um, than the first time, especially because they had to use the line, this is the way, twice. I'm like, all right, we, we know it's the way, guys. We've, we've been here a few years now. We get it. Um, and then my other gripe with it really is the fact that, I and I know this is a small gripe. It shouldn't matter at all. It doesn't. But it's really just the fact that, uh, you know, they're, they're counting on the fact that we all watched A Book of Boba Fett because this trailer, you know, shows Grogu and Din Djarin reunited in his shiny new ship. And that all happened <laughs> in Boba Fett, <laughs> not in Mandalorian. So... Sucks to be those guys, the you know, <laughs> the, yeah, who bailed out of Boba Fett after the. <laughs> yeah. Now everyone's gonna go back to that to be like, "What the hell happened?" Watch yeah. it, and they'll be like, "Oh, right," and then come back. Or, like, or they'll do episode one. They'll do like a prologue, like Lord of the Rings style, and yeah, just, probably, and just have this whole montage of what happened in the Book of Boba Fett with 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 the Mandalorian. Previously on the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally previously on Star Wars. It's all under the same umbrella, so yeah. why couldn't they? Yeah, exactly. Look, and I think you know they 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 know their audience. They know we all yeah. watched Boba Fett, so it's 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 why it's a small gripe for me because they it's... they know we're little piggies that go up to the trough and eat exactly whatever we're given. <laughs> <laughs> Love our slop. Love our slop. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Heads in the trough. Um. <laughs> anyway um apart from that yeah like it's it's got me excited obviously for you know the show to return and to to see what adventures are going to happen and uh it looks like things are going to be ramping up uh as usual um you know in the trailer there was a brief shot with some dialogue of that um that x-wing pilot the republic dude that uh, Din has interacted with on a couple of occasions um, already. He gets pull- pulled over. Got pulled over, exactly. Um, yeah, he's so he's back. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then obviously Din is... The story arc of the season is we're heading to Mandalore um, and Din, Din is going to try and redeem himself in the eyes of the... the uh, I've forgotten her name. The Forger, the Welder, that lady. Um, she has a title. It's Escaping the Brain. Um, schnoo schnoo. Schnoo schnoo. Um, but yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks great. It looks fantastic. You know, one shot of, of Grogu almost sounded like he was actually talking. Like, it almost sounded like he said, yep, I think. But I doubt that's actually what happened. It's just a cute little sound. And I'm trying to put words in it. Um, yeah, but I don't really have a... I don't really, I don't really have a lot to say about about this trailer because it doesn't. It, it it was good in a sense. It doesn't really show us too much. Um, yeah. I think it, I think it showed us just the right amount. Obviously, he's reuniting with Grief Karga again, um, and that's cool. Um, uh, R.I.P. Kara Dune, I guess. Um, so. <laughs> 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 unfortunately um did or you it, or, or is it unfortunate what what uh, yeah sorry maybe a little bit political but i don't care <laughs> it's fine <laughs> she she decided to go to the daily wire because now they do movies for some shit 
because uh, you know right wing sort of stupid shit. Oh, and isn't isn't that what's his face is fucking Ben Shapiro? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the latest film that she got released uh, only collected like $13,000 in its opening weekend. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, pretty bad. And a lot of, a lot of the uh, criticism is uh, from their fan base uh, is um, they, they don't want to see a female protagonist. <laughs> I'm so they got sorry? The, so they got this star... Who's it's essentially a, a former star uh, in a main main role as as is the main draw point, but um, they decided no, we, we don't want to see, see um, a woman in the lead role, so it tanks. So the phrase "go woke, go broke" doesn't work at all. I think the phrase that should be uh, replaced with is fuck around and find out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well, well said. Oh, dear. What a hot mess. Anyway, so Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Fulia, please tell me your thoughts. How, how excited are you to see the show again? Uh, let's just say I'm R2-D2 doing Whee! Yes! <laughs> I'm very excited to see uh, Mando, Grogu back together again. Oh yeah. It's going to be amazing. And the story is getting a bit more serious now. Um, we're heading off to Mandalore. Uh, he wants to set things right. And um, Bo-Katan is not happy to see him. <laughs> no. That's going to be an interesting interaction. <laughs> it sure will be. Yeah. And um yeah, and the and the and the quote, the, you know, that she says to Grogu is like, "Did you think that your dad was the only one?" That's hmm. That's going to be interesting as well. <laughs> uh, but also the cut where we see uh, a lot of other um Mandalorians the way that they're colored their helmets and their armor it looks it looks so cool mm, mm-hmm. it means that we like you know how when you go to a pop culture a convention and you see a lot of different variations to boba fett yeah because they they do their own version like it's like a, a boba fett cross something like a disney princess or whatever <laughs> now we're gonna have everybody's version of a Mandalorian and it's going to be amazing. And mm. I can't wait. No, nice. I cannot wait because now you, you don't even have to go by what's in the actual shows or the films. You can actually make your own version the way you want it to be because it's going to be you and not anyone else. Mm-hmm. So everyone's going to have their own unique version of, of a Mandalorian outfit. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of want to do it too. <laughs> yeah. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I've I've never I've never made any kind of like arm of cosplay or anything like that, but I'm getting really close to to wanting to learn how to do all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, yes. so that I can also be a Mandalorian because it looks so cool. <laughs> yes, especially you know you could have a blue you could do a blue outfit. 
You can blue outfit and you can have your little koala as your little signature <laughs> on the side. Yeah. My own little Grogu is a koala. <laughs> You're in clan of two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But it just in general, this this series this season three, it's gonna be insane. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be a good time. And we're getting more Jedi's? Um, flashback. I think that was a flashback. Oh, is that a flashback? Mm. Flashback, yeah. okay. Yeah. Although, We're getting Order 66. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Order, Order 66 is becoming the uh, the slaying of the Waynes of the, the Star Wars universe, I think. Yes. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. The, the, the dropping of the pearls and... The <laughs> yeah, literally. And the gunshot smoke. <laughs> yeah. uh, Michael, what did you think Hello. of this trailer? Uh, I I enjoy it, and um, where this particular season is going is also enjoyable because they did say that they're gonna like not focus too much on too much member berries. Like each week is going to be a new cameo. Oh, it's going to be whoever, um, and it's going to be solely uh, the Mandalorians. Which makes sense because that's the name of the of the show. So we're going to go to Mandalore, and all these ragtag Mandalorians are coming together. Maybe there's going to be like a Game of Thrones of power because Bogotan will wants to be the leader and quintessentially is like the right rightful um, leading person, but the person who leads uh, the Mandalorians is the one that's holding the, the dark saber. And the only way you can actually um, obtain the dark saber is through combat and defeat, which he did from season two, two. at the end of season two. And also at the end of season two, Grogu goes off to Luke. And then the first episode for this season is they're going to be back together. Wait, what? Wait, what? What, what happened what? there? What? And, and yeah, so and and it'll be cool that um, Grogu decides to become a Mandalorian and not a Jedi, which makes sense uh, within the movie canon because we don't get to see Grogu grow up. So maybe there's going to be like a little green Mandalorian everywhere, and then he's got the because he's force sensitive as well, he, maybe down the track he, he he becomes leader, and he gets the dark uh, dark saber as well. So that's going to be pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and yeah, Order sixty six is going to come back again. So who's behind the 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 door that's getting chained down? Could it be Anakin Skywalker? Maybe. That is a good bet. But mm. could be just droids, maybe. <laughs> it could, yeah. It could be just, or yeah, it could just be clone troopers or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It could it probably doesn't have to be Order sixty six either. It could be it could be anything in within um, uh, Grogu's past life because I'm assuming it's probably going to be Grogu because quintessentially Grogu's the only Jedi adjacent character so hopefully mm-hmm. in this season um, there's probably going to be a Ahsoka cameo so they can jump off what 
she's going to do in her season that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, later we, this year. Yeah, and also Rogue yeah. Squadron <laughs> and Skeleton Crew and so much, so much to watch. Sorry, the Acolyte. Ash just made a comment. He's like, it's going to be Mephisto. Yeah, it's going to be Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Mephisto, Mephisto busting down the door and and just and just screams, roll for dexterity, bitch. <laughs> uh, crossing the streams, Crossing man. the streams. I love it. I love it. No, no, no. Apparently, I listened to Fat Man Beyond. Apparently Mephisto is going to be an Ironheart, but I don't know if that's mm. that's happening. But... Weird. Mm. Indeed. Maybe. Mm. Weird. All right. <laughs> All right. I just love that line. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> just busting down the door and saying, roll for dexterity, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. For my D&D peeps out there. May you rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Why is it? It's becoming harder to be a nerd. It's it's not good. <laughs> it's always hard being a nerd. Yeah. We should go back to the basement. Maybe that's what it's happened. Like we peaked. And yeah. Was... Now we've become the bullies. Yeah, we're the bullies. Oh. Anyway, Michael. Yeah. Avenger <laughs> the nerds is you can't make that today. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, but a little bit, yeah, there's a lot of problematic stuff within that movie, but mm, not there. Anyway, when is this going to come out? Mandalorian season three. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say fully, and I I caught myself. I love it. Other person with blue hair. Mine's not as bright, okay? It's supposed to be green. (laughs) <laughs> the Mandalorian season three will be on Disney Plus uh, on Wednesday, the first of March. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a one episode premiere or two episode premiere, but at least episode one will be airing on that day. So mark your calendars. Already did. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Our second trailer um, for this week is uh, for the aforementioned uh, action rom com. Shotgun Wedding. Um, this actually looks like it might have some good things in it. Um, I mean, I like Jennifer Lopez. I like Josh Duhamel. Jennifer Coolidge is on a fucking upswing at the moment. Um, she just won a Golden Globe, for God's sake. Like, yeah. So, and, che- and, and Cheech Marin's in this, so that's also a good thing. Um... Yeah, it looks like a bit of harmless, stupid, fun, leave your brain. I'd say leave it at the door, but you, you're going to be watching this at home because it's on Amazon Prime. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I It almost kind of, the movie kind of just seems to me like it's, you know, someone at Amazon went, all right, let's put, let's, let's play scenes from a hat and just like pick out shit. <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> Wedding. Hey, we're in we're in business now. Get Jen- get me Jennifer Lopez. Um, <laughs> that's just the vibe I'm getting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it might be funny. It might be okay. I don't think I'll watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. 
don't know. It was a, it was an okay trailer. It was it was fine. I uh, yeah, but it didn't didn't sell me. Um, Fulia, how about you? You're you're a big comedy fan. What did you make of this? There wasn't really much comedy in this, to be honest. <laughs> Zing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of action and there's a lot of romance. If you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> Look, I, I really don't know whether I'm actually going to watch this one. Um, That's fair. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting concept. Like, I don't think I've... I don't know that I've seen anything quite like this. I've seen a lot of movies where a wedding has gone wrong, but not to this scale. Mm. Or to this extent where, you know, the wedding guests become hostages and there's a lot of gunfighting. So, um, a, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> All right. I like it. Short and sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> Michael, um, what, do you, what did you make of the trailer for Shotgun Wedding? For, yeah, for Shotgun Wedding, the... Uh, the 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 McLean wedding. The McLean wedding. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, and yeah, there's not really much to go on. I think um, it's one of those. Hey, let's get a big name star, and but and we we can entice them saying. Oh, we're going to film on location, so while while you're not shooting the movie, you can go to a go to a resort, and uh, and the biggest draw is probably Jello. Isn't that right, Jello? Yes, very much. <laughs> I knew that was something you would. You are up to something with that pen. <laughs> For the audio listeners. I drew a, I drew a Jennifer Lopez on my hand. <laughs> South Park style. Which is <laughs> which uh, the new season is coming out soon. So yeah. there you go, there's a tie-in. Yeah, I saw that, it's great. <laughs> Kendall's lost it. <laughs> so um yeah. I suppose it will be a good um, date movie if uh, there's nothing else on to watch. Yes, Ash, uh, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. I like tacos and burritos. Oh my god, it's so racist, but it's so funny. I'm it so is. sorry. Oh, I love South Park. I'm not Mexican, I'm Puerto Rican. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But, you know. <laughs> We've killed Kendall. Ta- but technically. But technically, it's not. it wasn't uh, Jennifer Lopez. No, Mi- that's right. It was Mitch Connor. That's right, he was, exactly. He was a con man. He was a con man. Mitch the con man. Oh, my. Wow. Michael, that is the funniest thing you've ever done. Uh... Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that as a compliment. Hmm. <laughs> now you got to up your game. <laughs> And you're it was just, level two. You're honey. just you're you're just like oh okay this this audience that's is easy. that that one that's the funniest thing. Uh, 
Okay, I should, okay, I should say. Well, at least it's yeah. going to be a whole lot funnier than this movie. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> when is this movie coming out? Oh. That I can avoid it like the plague. Yes. Oh. Avoid it like a clicker. Yeah. Nice callback. Hey. Nice callback. Love it. Uh, Shotgun Wedding uh, is coming out this Friday, actually. Amazon Prime. Uh, 27th of January. So, yep. Just calm down. Um, one more trailer <laughs> to discuss. He, he doesn't jump off the bridge. He actually take, takes cyanide. Ash. Actually. Oh, yeah. Um, actually. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually. Um, actually. Um, actually. <laughs> I wonder, yeah. will I dream? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God going to hell um <laughs> if i believed in hell um we got one more trailer to talk about guys <laughs> one more trailer to talk about and it's for a series um on apple tv plus another streamer we've got three streaming trailers this week that's interesting um this is a series called shrinking uh and there are many reasons why i think this is going to be wonderful um starting with the cast obviously you have jason seagal and Harrison Ford uh, making his debut as a recurring member of a cast on a TV show. Um, so that's exciting uh, that they got Harrison Ford for this. But the other really exciting bit of news is the fact that it is brought to us by the team behind Ted Lasso. Um, it is created by Brett Goldstein and Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence also gave us Scrubs. Um, so this is going to be a heartfelt uh, dramedy um, that's going to bring the feels and bring the laughs in a wonderful uh, humane sense I think um, and it'll just be really nice to see Harrison Ford you know just mumble again mum- yeah. <laughs> mumble his way <laughs> through the dialogue uh, I told you that's my favourite Ra- Ralph Garman impression Mike him doing Harrison no, Ford that no is- you never really said um this is my favorite anyway so but no this looks this looks really really nice it looks very very interesting kind of take on psychology and mental health and um you know how the people who are supposed to be there for us in our time of need that you know the professionals that we we go to for this help what how did they deal with their trauma um and explore that and uh you know uh, they're just—it's it, a nice kind of reminder that they're human beings just like we are, because um, I think you know you can forget that sometimes. And I like that montage of you know him sitting there listening to the different people talk about their problems, and I thought that was a bit funny. Uh, but but yeah, it looks it looks like it's going to be a really lovely series, so I might actually check this out. The trailer didn't show too much, I don't think. Um, I think it was a nicely cut trailer. Um, and I mean, obviously Jason Segal's character is going to go on a big journey and, um, you know, come to terms with the loss of his wife and all of this other stuff and yeah, and Harrison Ford's there. So it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah. So th- those are my thoughts. Fulia, um, hmm. how, how did this trailer make you feel? <laughs> see what you did there. Hey. <laughs> Come out guys, see you later. <laughs> Now, Kendall, oh that is yeah. the most funniest thing you've ever said. Oh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> thanks. See how cutting it is? I'm 
sorry. I wasn't <laughs> trying to be. You are, you're hilarious all the time. I've just never lost my shit like that on the podcast before. It caught me off. It just caught me off guard. <laughs> Lucky I had In, a in um, the best way. That was, that was all right. Well, well done, Michael. Well done. Okay. Fulia. <laughs> How does this trailer make you feel? Ah, cool. Back. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes me feel like I'm gonna cry watching it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I I think I think this is gonna be a very emotional series, um, and it still has some good comedy elements to it as well. And uh, yeah, no, I if I had access, I would watch this. <laughs> oh, I, this is probably Same. one of those probably one of those shows that I would like to watch. Well, well, it's a good thing uh, you're friends with someone who has <laughs> Apple TV. I guess. I mean. oh, okay, all right, all right. I, I I will need to contact them for uh, for the mm. inside scoop. Hey, yeah. Uh, if I if I can't if I can't make you watch Rings of Power, I'll make you watch something on Apple TV. I'll do. I'll, <laughs> I'll succeed at one thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, this, it it looks like it's going to be an emotional journey, um, for the viewer and for the, for the characters. Uh, and I've never experienced loss in a close way, but I know that it's still going to, it's still going to hit me, I think. It's still gonna definitely hit me, and I'm trying not to tear up right now. But, <laughs> uh, but I feel like I really want to watch this. I really do. Mm. Mm. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, we'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Um, Michael, what about what about you? What about you? How does this make you feel? Uh, it's all the same. Um, I don't have access either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have friends, so. <laughs> but I do have an internet connection, so I can probably find it in my own means. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely is uh, going down the road of um, a comedy, but still a tragedy at the same time. Like the characters is going through loss and needs to find an outlet for it and it doesn't really help that he he is the burden of other people's problems as well so and yeah um therapy is always good and and the added question which if you've been through therapy is the uh who who do you who does your therapist see or do they see him at all? And with all this, like, outward angst that they get bombarded with each day, uh, does it affect them at all? And according to this one, it does. And especially if you're going through a loss like the loss of a of a loved one, uh, what happens? And and Seagal's um, always always good. Um, I haven't seen him much lately. Um, but mm. this one definitely does look like it's it, it's a bit of fun and more more of a 
a thing for a, a comedic actor to actually sink their teeth in. So I'm uh, I'm all for that. And yeah, um, Harrison Ford can do what whatever he wants, and it looks like he's having fun in this. Um, and yeah, um, if I had Apple Apple Plus, I would definitely put it on my list of things that to watch with Ted Lasso and this and Spirited. I still need still need to see Spirited. Mm, so, I haven't watched that yet either. Yeah. Uh, when are we going to... Well, some of us are going to be watching this TV show as it comes out. Mm, well... For a, um, sorry. Uh, for a TV show on Apple Plus, you're probably the uh, only person I would know on this podcast. Uh, do they go weekly or is it like chuck them all in and you're done? Uh, yeah, uh, weekly. Weekly. Oh, weekly. Uh, oh, I, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I, I, I have, the, the shows that I've watched on there that have been, like, coming out week to week, but I, I, like, I can't speak to, like, other shows if they've just dumped them, but I'm fairly certain across the board it's a week to week method. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So, so the, first, <laughs> the first episode, no, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to remember my remember myself for a second. Um, yes, yeah, so the first episode of Shrinking uh, will be on uh, Apple TV Plus this Friday as well, twenty uh, seventh of uh, January. So um, yeah, you've got some choices to make. Shrinkage on, on your 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 Friday Friday viewing. Uh, are you going to cry happy tears or sad tears or a mixture of both? <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, taste of tears. Mm, mm. <laughs> oh, oh, this is tears. Oh, lovely, man. Liberal tears. But can, <laughs> I'm jumping ahead, but I just have to. I have to say it out. Why it's well, it's 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 appropriate to say because you're talking about tears. Sorry, I was watching a recap video of the Bad Batch, <laughs> and it talked about. Ben Schwartz, and it showed a clip from Parks and Recreation where he says, <laughs> I hope you brought a change of clothes because your eyes are about to piss tears. Wow. <laughs> and the way he delivers it is just Jeff's kiss. Like, so good. <laughs> but anyway, why are we talking about Ben Schwartz? In... Well, I, won- I wondered if anyone would ask because hmm? <laughs> it's time. Yeah. For the moment. What? The segment. I don't understand. The section. Yes. The part. Oh. The place. The spot in the show we like to call. A popcorn culture. Great. Yes. <laughs> popcorn culture. Discord doesn't like loud noises, does it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Loud noises. Uh, yes, it's popcorn culture time. Um, and of course, that means we are here to talk about this week's episode of The Bad Batch, Season 2, Episode 4, Faster. Um, so awesome. do it again faster? Fa- okay. Faster? Do you want me, me to go again faster? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, it's Popcorn Culture time. We're here this week to discuss our thoughts on uh, The Bad Batch, Episode 4, Faster. Yeah, faster. Um, yeah, it was faster. Yeah, I'm not going. No, do it faster. <laughs> <laughs> Even faster. <laughs> it's Popcorn Culture time. We're here to talk about the Episode 4 of The Bad Batch. It's called Faster. 
Can um, I just say, Kendall, that is the most funniest thing I've ever seen you do on this podcast. He's not going to let you live that no, one down. No, and I, it's okay. I think I deserve it. Um. It's all right. It's only for this podcast. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Oh, my God. Off the rails. This is why we don't record late anymore. This is why we don't record late anymore. Oh, it's, but, but hashtag worth it. Um, okay. Bad Batch, episode four. Let's get into it. Um, mm. My overall thoughts. Um, well, <laughs> we were doing so well, guys. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> or, or am I? No, like, it was just a bit of tonal whiplash mm. going with this episode, I think. Just because the first two episodes, you know, were a nice reintroduction to the characters and the, and the story and the world and... And then last week blew the fucking socks off um, of the Bad Batch, you know. And that was just an amazing episode. And now we're back to being reminded that, yeah, we're watching a kid's show. Um, but, you know, we got we have Star Wars nostalgia to the max in this episode. And that's, you know, sometimes it's a bad thing. Sometimes it's it's a great thing. Sometimes it's a mixed bag, which I think is kind of how I feel about this episode. Um, it's a bit of harmless fun, really. Uh, I mean, in terms of like just beneficial things for the story, I did like how it kind of gave us a bit more depth with Sid um, and, you know, what she's kind of up to or has been up to in the past and how that might come back and bite her in the ass um, and clearly does. Um, and then, of course, the stuff with tech was just brilliant as well. Um, so I'm here for that. And, uh, and yeah, and then, of course, the, the star of the episode, Teo. Hello. Hello, Ben Schwartz. Um, One and done. Goodness. One and done. I'm so sad about it. But it was a good one and done. And we'll get into him in detail later. Uh, but, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was expecting pod races, but then I I remembered, you know, we're a bit further along in the timeline. It's been, what, Bad Batch is probably like, what, 15, 20 years since the events of Phantom Menace, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Something Maybe like 20. That. 20 years. Um, and obviously, you know, we have a big galaxy, so not everything's going to be you know the same the same thing so it's kind of like it almost it almost kind of felt like a, a a cousin or a sister sport to pod racing in a sense it could um, be just another race yeah it could just be another yeah. form of racing i mean we humans have on earth we have much you know many different kinds of of uh of fast uh fast racing uh like yeah, we got nascar and we got NASCAR. tandem and we got yeah we got yeah is that V8? We're That's not V8 supercars or something different. Some, like, some shit. For, Formula One. Yeah, we have lots of different stuff as well. So. We got tennis and we got table tennis. Yes. And we got <laughs> we got ketchup and we've got ketchup. You don't um, really blew my nine. Sorry mm-hmm. for a tangent. No, go for it. Uh, table tennis is a tabletop game sport. Oh, technically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you would count it as like a, you know, something like, yeah. Something like D&D. Something like D&D. <laughs> oh, does that mean you, we can make D&D an Olympic sport? We should do that. I mean, 
They can put everything else in. Exactly. Get the exactly. kids in there. Yeah. Get the kids in there. <laughs> get, um, get the nerds out of their mum's basement. Yeah, do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Races, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a... Yeah, so the racing stuff was fun. Um, and the animation was really, really great. The animation in this episode across the board was phenomenal, as usual. Um, and the music was pretty fun, too. So, uh, yeah. So there's a lot to like about this episode, but, um, yeah, definitely the weakest of the season so far, I will say. Um, Fulia, your overall thoughts? This was definitely just a filler episode. Um, Correct. For the season. Yeah. And I'm... Look, to be honest, I, I don't mind the filler episodes. Uh, it gives us a little bit of extra um, something to, to watch. Uh, and, yeah, no, it was a bit strange that we didn't have Hunter and... Oh, I've already forgotten his other name. Who's the other one again? Uh... Uh... Why am I blanking? Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone's screaming at us right now. My brain is mush, so Hang on. that's why I'm forgetting. Oh, Echo. Echo, Echo. Okay. Sorry. Echo, 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 Echo. Echo, Echo. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so, yeah, it was a bit strange not having those two mm. in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting to see how, um, you know, how these three, you know, Tech, Wrecker, and Omega went about hanging out together as a, as a smaller group. Um, and they still, like, they still were in a bit of trouble, but it looked like they were having fun by the end of it. So, um, I was, honestly, I was on the couch cheering. <laughs> uh, when, uh, when we got to the end of the episode, and I, I was full cheering as if I was watching an actual, like, full-on race. <laughs> Uh, so it was definitely this was a this was a fun one. This was definitely a fun one. Definitely, um, not like you said, not one of the best ones. But but being that it is just a filler episode, um, just as a way for the, you know, for the producers to extend the series out a little bit, I think, um, it was nice to have a little addition. So mm. I'm happy with it. I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 yeah. Very good point. Well said. Mm. Um, Michael, what about you? How did, how did this one sit with you overall? Um, I think uh, episodes like this uh, are, well, some people say it's um, tonally different, yes. But I think it just makes the other ones a little bit uh, sta- standout-ish. And this one um, is different, but it still is a bit of fun. And I, th- I like the fact that it... it gives um tech a lot more to do because mm. uh from pre- like from previous season he's definitely like a one note character oh he's the smart one he's more he's more uh anal he's you know analytical and uh like billy from power rangers um i don't know why yeah <laughs> 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 um and it sort of breaks up his sort of character and it and it and it deals with what what uh, his role in the Bad Batch and where he is in in this particular universe. And you get to see that in the previous uh, episodes that he was in, 
uh, when he was dealing with the separatists. Like, everything is not all cut and dry. Everything mm. is not black and white. Everything is a little bit tinge of grey. And you can definitely see it in this one as well, where he's dealing with um, the aspect that, oh, are you a robot or are you a, 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 an individual? Or are you a human being? And, and all that. And I really like the aspect of that character growth within the Bad Batch. And uh, if they're going to do like separate episodes for each member of the Bad Batch, and you can sort of see it um, leading towards something. Um, like with Echo from the previous uh, um, episodes that he's dealing with, like, like he doesn't really belong anywhere. And because you get to see a lot of um, character development between uh, Hunter and, and, uh, and Omega pretty much for the whole of season one so mm. so it's kind of it's kind of good that they're actually stepping uh hunters sort of stepping back and actually giving the other ones more to do uh, within the limelight and or at least what is wrecker what is what is he gonna do <laughs> i mean he's basically a big child and uh, it will be interesting uh what episode a single episode that that he does maybe he does a little bit of growing up maybe maybe <laughs> maybe he has an old yellow episode i don't know he he befriends a, 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 a something and and it turns out to be whatever but overall i i really enjoy it and yeah races is always fun <laughs> mm. and yeah and the, and and betting and capitalism and all that is really good as well. And Sid's... uh, The Sid character is probably setting up something as well. Maybe it's going to be... She's going to betray the Bird Batch and it's going to even hurt even more because they they owe her a lot. And she owes them a lot too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is mere stepping stone for something, something down the track, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like it is a filler episode, but it does lay a lot of good groundwork. I think for future storytelling um, that they could be doing, so that's very promising in that sense. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, we don't see uh, as we've already said, we don't see Hunter or Echo this episode. They're off doing something with Nerf Nuggets um, <laughs> on some other planet. Um, and, uh, yeah, and their, their absence is definitely felt, but I mean, as you said, Mike, like I, it's good that we got a chance for, to have like the, the story kind of focus on these other characters who haven't really had the proper chance to be fleshed out yet. Um, so it's good, but I just kind of wish that they were still in the episode a little bit. I don't know. <clears throat> Cause I feel like we haven't had a lot of Hunter this season so far. I know we're in only mm. in episode four, but I feel like he's been missing quite a bit. Um, but that's, you know, again, we had so much of him last season. It's not the end of the world. Not yet. No, but, um, you know, it's... it's I, I, I honestly kind of don't mind that we're getting to see a little bit more about the other characters um, in general, like highlighting the other characters, because I feel like Hunter's probably the... More the lead character in the group yeah. than he batch, is the yeah. 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 Uh, so 
it's it's I think it's okay that they're trying to highlight the other characters a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I th I feel like maybe the reason why they're doing it early is because maybe later on down the track in the season it's gonna get more rough <laughs> for more, all of them. So more hunter heavy. More very hunter heavy probably. That's yeah. probably why they've decided to go this route. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we. That's very, mm. very, very possible. We will see how that pans out. Um, look, the the basic plot of this episode is really very straightforward. Um, because you know they yeah they Sid's just like all right we're gonna go to this planet, and uh, you know because I have a I have a a eraser, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah and then I owe this guy money and it just my this is my problem my my biggest problem with the episode was just I feel like they they went from paying homage to phantom menace to kind of copying it a little bit just because of the whole like you know um they have you know sido sido's money they have to race and they make a wager and the outcome of the the race is going to depend on how well they do and uh, i just i don't know it just and then you had uh what was the guy's name greeny maleggy was the 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 deep voiced uh the deep voice antagonist of the episode. Yes, Ernie Hudson. Um, nice to nice to hear his voice. Um, <laughs> but it just for me the whole thing just felt very like even some of the like the beats in the race had elements of like from the pod racing um, in Phantom Menace in certain certain ways. But it felt I, and I don't know, take this as a compliment or a criticism, I don't know, but it just made me feel like I was watching a, someone play Mario Kart. Like, the track felt very Mario Kart to me, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I know I'm not the gamer of the, of the podcast, so I don't really have a leg to stand on with that statement. But oh, I, I, boy. I have played Mario Kart a lot, so I don't know. <laughs> it, is a, just... it is that sort of racer that you, that you um, use weapons to... Mm. So it's like battle bots, but racing. Yeah, or twisted metal or something like. It's, yeah. 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 And you call yourself a non-gamer. I, I I know some stuff. You pulled that out. <laughs> yeah, but that's because that <laughs> came out when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, so was Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, touche. All right, I'll shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I just I don't know. For me, it just was too close. Like it went, it, it yeah, it left Homage City and went to, you know, Copycat Bill. Like for me, I just that's just kind of how it how it felt. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But it was but it was still good. It was still enjoyable. I just wish it had been yeah, I don't know, a little more original in its execution. I don't know. Fulia, am I? Do I have do I have any legs left to stand on with this? <laughs> or 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 uh, what do you what do you think about this, the plot? Did you? Like the like the similarities between Phantom Menace in this episode, or did you not see them, or did you not care? Honestly, I didn't even it didn't even occur to me. <laughs> I was just initially I thought it was pod racing when we got there, but yeah, then yeah. Um, uh, when when they showed the vehicles a little bit close up, I was like, oh no, they're not pod racing. It's just racing. Um, I honestly didn't really care. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was, yes, it was a very basic storyline, you know. 
there's a lot of dodginess happening in terms of owing people money and then if if they don't pay up then you know something bad's going to happen and we've seen it a million times in anything that we've seen that we've watched in the past um but honestly it being that it was in a star wars sort of thing it was i was i was okay with it it was fine um it was a like i said because this is a filler episode it, it you know it, i didn't really mind it being what it was in terms of its story um it was just you know nice and simple didn't have to worry about thinking about what's going on just um just watch it as it goes as yeah. it runs and yeah no, it was it was it was a good time. It was definitely a good time, especially with Teo. Holy! Oh wow. yeah, we're gonna get to Teo. Don't uh. worry. We're gonna get to Teo. Very very soon. Very very yeah. very soon. Um, Mike, Michael, what what about what about you? Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Did 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 it kind of rub you the wrong way, or were you like more like fully and you just didn't really care too much? Well, it didn't really rub me the wrong way. I mean, it considering what what we've seen in past episodes as well as the first season there is a lot of like um, familiarity where it comes to uh, plot points within each episode I mean mm-hmm. they they chucked in a rancor for for, for a, a, a bit and it's like ah member berries yeah this one and yeah, this one's clearly clearly uh, pod racing um, but with the stakes and <laughs> and weaponry, but let's get into Tao. Come on, let's, let's <laughs> rip that bandaid off and let's talk about Ben Swartz and how he always yeah. plays a character that's got blue on him. <laughs> is that a is that a conspiracy theory? Well, it's a thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he play he plays um, uh, uh, Louis from. Uh, uh, DuckTales, the new mm. the new DuckTales, wears mm. a blue shirt, plays Sonic, obviously, yeah, blue. Yeah, obviously. Um, this, he plays blue. He's got blue on him. And, yeah, and that's all I can think so far. Nice. All right, so that's, that's Must a Must be his favourite colour. Maybe. <laughs> Just like me. Yeah, it's always got to be blue. And I'm surprised <laughs> that he didn't, he, he doesn't play the genie in, in the Aladdin. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Soon. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, look, <clears throat> I I recognize his voice straight away. I don't know about you guys, but when he came on, I was like, oh, I know that voice. And then I, it, it, it took it me a moment to to realize who it was because I was trying to put the, the voice to the to the face and the yeah, name. And yeah. It just wasn't coming to me. I'm like, it sounds so damn familiar. Who is it? And then I had to look it up. <laughs> I almost, uh, I almost did, but then I thought of it. Uh, meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, look. Uh, yeah, Teo made this episode worth watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ben Ben Schwartz is just hysterical um, in everything he does. He's one of the funniest men alive. Um, he needs, he needs and deserves more credit and love for the, the comedy he gives us, because he's just he, priceless. Um, and, yeah, to see him in Star Wars universe, obviously not his debut in Star Wars, but, um, you know, this character is, uh, yeah, it's just really fascinating. And I really liked how he was, like, a nice 
juxtaposition for tech in this mm. episode. A nice sort of foil in that sense of like, you know, uh, here we have a droid. And I thought of, again, bringing back Phantom Menace, but like, you know, they're talking about pod racing and that, about how like, y- you know, ge- humans don't do pod racing because their reflexes aren't quick enough, um, which is why it's only droids or aliens that do it. Um, and you know, with, unless you're a force sensitive, you know, uh, super being like Anakin Skywalker was, um, with all of the midichlorians and yeah. And so here we're, we're jumping forward 20 years and we have this different kind of racing and they're pretty much all droids that are doing it. Some, al- some aliens and some droids and you have the main character droid that we're focusing on is very human, like very, he has egotistical egotistical he has this hubris about him this arrogance this confidence that's like you know know it all he's a big know it all he thinks he's the he thinks he's the shit and he refers to himself in the first person like <laughs> oh sorry in the third in the third person third like, person third person like come on like that's yeah but in in the way that ben schwartz delivers the dialogue i you don't hate him like no, you can't hate him, <laughs> but he's so annoying. But you ca- you just can't. Yeah. And, I, and I just love <laughs> by the same token, you then have Tech who ends up, ra- you know, riding in the race in his place, um, who is a human. And that is one of my other favorite things in this episode. I liked the fact that Teo refers to the clones as humans, and that's something that's never really said. And because it, it took me out of it for a second, I was like. Human? Oh yeah, they're human. But I n- you never hear any any of them ever called human. You don't hear any of them. Yeah. And mm. so I really liked that. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that's something I picked up that I was just like, I think that's really really cool. But yeah, you have you have Tech, who's a human, but he's been bred to be so unhuman-like and so calculating and uh, intelligent, like a droid. Um, and then he ends up becoming the perfect you know riot racer in this episode to win at the end and it's just yeah i just that that shit i was great i loved that completely and yeah and teo was just phenomenal um and hilarious where are my legs where are my arms and legs oh funny very funny very funny <laughs> anyway fulia i want you to, i want to hear you gush about uh ben schwartz now go for it <laughs> oh my goodness i was in hysterics whenever i Whenever he opened his mouth, I was just like, "What is he? Say- Why is he being so arrogantly annoying?" <laughs> it's just he knows everything. No, no, this is not how it's done. You're supposed to do it this way. And how- why do you think droids do this? And you know, humans are dumb. And oh my gosh, like I I love it when Ben Schwartz is voicing a character that's just so egotistical. And just loves himself and all that sort of stuff. And it's, oh, he's he the, just he's the king of that kind of character. He in, yes, he, he, he invented that character <laughs> in in John Ralphio. He invented that character. <laughs> oh my gosh, he does it so well, yeah. and it's 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 a little scary how well he does that. <laughs> He's you kind of think. Um, no. um, 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 I hope he's a nice person. In, yeah, in, in, sh- you know, when you when you meet him. I'm sure he's nice. Yeah, he seems. I don't know. Never meet uh, him. These these uh, Hollywood types. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just 
the 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 lines we get from from Teo in this in this episode are just insane and so funny. Uh, it just yeah, the, the way that we open our show, like that line, the right. you know, the let's have a little less chatter and a, a lot more spanner. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. Um, and just yeah, just the way that he was talking down to tech just you know oh man like i can't like half the stuff that he said it doesn't like i need to rewatch. i i kind of need to rewatch that episode just for the lines but well, I'll, I'll give you one like just before uh, you said he's talking when he's talking down to tech like um just before he gets taken out he's like the best the best defense is a good offense <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Smack. Yeah. <laughs> Get taken out for the second time. The second time. I, when it happened, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, really? We're going to do this twice? Oh, oh, he's actually... Yeah. He's actually... He's out uh, now. Yeah, we, okay. we, no, You can't assemble him. He's too late. And he's, Sad. you know, he's not fixable in the second time around. Yeah, these gangsters. He's like, hey, you got a perfectly good droid here. We'll be ashamed. Let's take him out. It would be a shame if something to happen to him. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sheen. Uh, Sheen. Sheen. It's, yeah. But Ben Schwartz, like, well done. Hmm. Well done, Ben That's Schwartz. It. Loved his performance. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, Michael. Michael, how, how, how did Teo go with you? Did you enjoy as much as we did? Yeah, I really enjoyed the juxtaposition between him and Tech, and it it would further on Tech's journey into what is human, and his um, recollection of uh, his role in in the universe, and yeah, I really enjoy the fact that I don't know if it's a thing now, but it's a uh, it's a very interesting thing that. Star Wars is actually starting to lean into um, casting co- uh, comedians in in um, androids, which is quite a bizarre sort of thing to happen because they're because <laughs> they're most lively. I mean, I don't know. Matt Berry being in in Boba Fett was probably a waste, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah. ho- hopefully, he'll come back. And hopefully. yeah, and. Yeah, it's just be a long, long line of uh, of that, and keep it up, I reckon. Um, yeah, there's not really much I can actually add to that. I just really enjoyed the the one-off character that he does, and it was yeah. a good one while it lasted. And he had no regrets. He had no regrets, absolutely. Um, I will say too, like for this episode, there's a couple of highlights character-wise for Omega and Rekka, I think. Um, particularly with Rekka, there was just literally one moment he had that kind of made me go, oh, that's surprising. Um, there's a line, he says, this whole race is a death trap. And he kind of reacts in a a sort of a recoiling way, like he's actually like, oh, even I'm not into this. And it's it's Rekka, like he's about the explosions, he's about the the violence and the the guns and the weapons and all this. You would think this would be the ideal 
uh, scenario for him to find himself in. And no, he, mm. we, we find out he has limits. <laughs> mm. Even even Rekka has limits. So I thought that was really, really cool. I can't um, remember. Was that uh, during the race when Tech was in? Uh, I think that was earlier on. Yeah. Maybe I th- I think I think that was I think that was before or maybe that was during Teo's first race I think okay because yeah if that was what I thought it was it was pro- he was probably looking out for his brother so uh yeah Good so call. yeah but... so probably a bit more powerful than it, it was just a, a bunch of droids met um being built to um to be destroyed. Which is also another thing that Star Wars is doing. Um, uh, droids are less um, are lesser than everyone else. Yeah. Than real people, and yeah, and that would be like the Tao thing is like, well, screw you. <laughs> Bit of a screw you about about his take on humans. It's like, yeah, humans are dumb, because because we haven't got any rights. We need rights, damn it. We need rights. Hmm. Yeah, we we've got rights. we got a Tommy and we've got we're a Tomatom, and we've got AI, some form of AI, and we feel pain, and we feel sad, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yes, very well said. Um, they are appliance. <laughs> they are a household appliance. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, before I talk about Omega, I will just quickly say uh, the touch of the the different joy- droids they had in the like episode and in the actual races themselves. Like there were a bunch of protocol droids in there with paint on them that looked really interesting. And then in a in a nice callback to the Phantom Menace that I not the Phantom Menace the prequel trilogy. I think it's Episode Two when yes. yeah Episode Two yes the head switching. They had one of the um, Trade Federation <laughs> droid heads on a protocol ho- uh, protocol droid body. Uh, My nice legs don't work. I need maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty clever. Um, yeah. So, and the thing with Omega, I think I will just say, like, just sort of, she's getting some further development, I suppose, building off of like how we saw her in the first two episodes. Um, you know, she's, this is an Omega that's, you know, becoming a lot more sure of herself, a lot more confident in, um, what she's doing in her decision making and, um, standing up for her brothers, um, Mm. and, and for those that, you know, she's loyal to and for her to kind of stick, you know, stick their necks out on behalf, like, you know, just of just her, just to be like, okay, we're going to do this to save Sid. Um, you know, and kind of be the one to take the lead on that, even though it was a huge gamble that they didn't know was going to pay off. But that's kind of the, I don't know, speaking to the the good nature of Omega, I think, which mm. I think is nice. But the, despite the fact that she's getting older and she's clearly developing some darker tendencies, maybe, um, she still has that wholesome, you know, true North compass in the center of her. Um, so um, I thought that was cool as well. Do you guys have anything to add on on any of that that I just rambled on about? Nah, cool. All right, sit. Um, <laughs> um, Fulia, is there anything in the episode we haven't really talked about you wanna you wanted to bring up? Um, 
I will... Okay, maybe if we sort of jump to the end with the actual race of tech. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I... <laughs> I really enjoyed watching that race. Um, I was literally on the edge of my seat with <laughs> this because I was hoping, like, obviously the outcome is going to be that he's going to win so they can save Sid. But um, I, I still felt like there was still this risk that he may not make it uh, or that he may not win. Mm. Uh, and especially with because this is a race where anything can happen. Um, you know, there's like there's barely any rules, so you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, uh, and Tech is just be, before he went into this race was analyzing everything from the actual vehicle to the to the tracks to you know just and you know the races and all that sort of stuff so he just took everything in whatever detail he can get calculated it all to the way that he thinks was going to be the right move and this race pretty much shows us what he is capable of what he is able to achieve when he, he analyzes and calculates things to the nth degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I and I absolutely love that about tech. And I, I feel like I'm growing to love tech more and more as a character. Mm. Um out of out of the out of the batch. And yeah. he's yeah, he's just he's just very technically capable of being able to get things done. Um and I feel like if tech wasn't in this group I don't know what the group would be doing. Hmm. Honestly, they'd be in a lot of trouble a lot of the time. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate Tech uh, and his intelligence. And my gosh, when he was, you know, moving up in in the ranks of the race, I was just like, "Let's go! Come on, Tech! Come on!" <laughs> I was cheering him on as if the, I was part. It was, I was part of the audience. That's you know? great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I I loved how that all that whole race sort of panned out, and it was it was so good, and just watching him do all those little bits and pieces, and yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, Mike, any any other thoughts on this episode? Uh, no, not really. I think it, it was a simplistic episode, but it was um, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of character building within it. And as I said, maybe setting something up uh, later on. Maybe uh, later on portrayal. Because they've introduced Wanda Sykes for a reason. And we don't That's know right. what yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it'll be something. But we don't know. Yeah. So. Well, here's the thing, like, right, one when, when they go to collect Sid, um he when when Sid walks out of the room and it's just Omega and oh, what was that character? Malegi. Malegi. Uh he says to not tr- trust everyone. Yeah. Not be loyal. And I have mm-hmm. this 
really sneaky suspicion that Sid's gonna turn on him, and it's not gonna be good for the batch. It's it's gonna turn it like everything's just gonna go awry, and they're gonna lose trust in Sid. It's it's gonna be really complicated whoever it does play out because Sid Sid yeah. did Sid did feel very apologetic like she's like I owe you like I guess I owe you she was all she was very oh crap you know this is I, I feel bad for the situation that we're in and that it's my fault um so yeah if I you, yeah you're both absolutely right this is definitely where the story is headed um so yeah how that's going to play out is going to be the fascinating thing to watch but I would like to see um not such a cut and dry betrayal from Sid when she eventually does. Um, I hope it's a bit more complex, um, with you know some some hard emotions in there. Um, which yeah, if you know, and we know we know the people that write this show, so I'm sure it will be good, whatever they mm. do. So yeah, um, cool. Shall I wrap it up then? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Done. Okay. Those are our thoughts on episode four of the Bad Batch. I'm not going to say it as fast as I did earlier. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it was the Um, most funniest thing you've ever did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yep. Yeah, I I deserve that. I deserve that. All right. (laughs) That's done. Popcorn culture is finished. We're out of here. Um, The only thing that I want to say before we wrap up is the fact that uh, there is a certain play happening this week at Midsummer Festival um, at the Butterfly Club Monday through Saturday. You can catch Transcendence, a writer's block theatre production brought to you by the people who gave us The Boy I Paid For and Radio Dada. Uh, it is the third production from the team at Writer's Block and we are so proud and uh privilege to to be a part of it in whatever big or small way that we are here at fred the alien so um yeah tickets are on sale now 8 30 p.m at the butterfly club uh starting tomorrow night monday or the time this goes out tonight monday so get around it support independent theater please um, yes it's a one week only show one week only show one week only show don't miss it you won't want to miss it it's going to be incredible uh, I can't wait to watch it myself I'm so excited so yeah so do it do it do it do it do it um, but I think that's it apart from that got nothing else to plug nothing else to spruik as it were I think it's time to get mm-hmm. out of here yes. yeah awesome alright a one a two and a three and, and that, that was a podcast, was a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Yes. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest free content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching us live right now, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to our channel, and hit the bell icon to be notified of all future uh, events and posts and what all the things that all come out things. on our YouTube channel. And of course, if you're watching us live over on Twitch, you can 
follow us there, twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Yes, yes. I've been a fully account And I've been the funniest I've ever been, Michael Lister. <laughs> and, and you, you just experienced experience a, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yes. Remember to eat beef. Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and... Sid's gonna fail us. Sid's gonna fail us. End of song. End of song. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful song it was. And, and, and Sid. Sid.